The following is a Just Green production brought to you by the Might Be News Network. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Might Be Brews, the podcast where we explore the people, places, and brews of the craft beer world. Please follow us on social media. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you like. Our handle is at Might Be Brews. And please check out the new website. Um, there's direct links to all of the podcast platforms right there uh, with the latest episode. So check out mbnnetwork.com and check out all the shows. But we actually have a direct link now, mbnnetwork.com slash brews. So uh, check out the website and uh, just click on the link for your favorite uh, podcast platform, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, um, Google Podcast, whatever it is, and uh, listen up. So let's go around the table and introduce everybody. My name is John, and across from me is Steve. Say what's up. What's going on, everybody? And the producer man is always my brother Taylor. What's going on? What's up, everybody? And we have a couple special guests with us today. Uh, Scott, say what's up, Scott. Hey, guys. How's it going? And Dave. How you doing, Dave? How's everybody doing tonight? Dave is probably the biggest guy that I know you are like how tall are you you got to be like six 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 seven I'm about six five that's it that's it you're just like the Andre giant of beer fans I think okay I'll take that just to me I don't know that's like the first thing that that I think of when I first met you I was like it's the biggest fucking guy just just tall you're not like I'm not saying you're overweight or anything you're just like you are you're a, a towering person like yeah. I am. Yeah, you're very. It's like intimidating to be around. Very you. tall. I think that's thank you. Yeah, that's what I'm going yeah, for. Okay. It's it's not coming out right, but that's exactly what I'm trying to do. We could put these two <laughs> together for like a WWE <laughs> tag yes. team yeah. event. Yeah, they'd be formidable. Yeah, my brother Taylor, you're you know. And when I when you walked in, I was like, whoa, another one like me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? You're six five, right? Yeah, something like that. Yep. Nice. The belt would be ibuprofen. <laughs> 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 nice, nice. Uh, all right, guys, listen, we have a very big show coming up next week, and uh, I'm just going to tease it right now. We'll get into the details at the end of the show, but uh, we're really excited. We're actually going to do a special edition show next week, so um, make sure you listen in to, toward the end of the show, and we'll let you know what's going on. Um, let's go ahead and crack our first beer. We're going to start with Drink It or Sink It. Let's get it going. So I brought Drink It or Sink It this time. Uh, everybody that's been um, helping us out online with suggestions, I really appreciate it and thank you. But um, we're going to do Nugget Nectar. And, um, you know, this is a special release beer. I get excited for it uh, every time it comes out. But we were kind of just talking about this. Um, like what beers are out there that we always went to rush for? You grab it right away. It would sell out right away if you didn't get there. You know, right off the bat, as soon as it hit the shelves, you missed out. What other beers are there out there that that now it seems like they're just kind of sitting there? It's, it's definitely a change that I've seen in the past couple of years. Let's just take Bourbon County, for instance. The variants people still line up for. They're still going after. They're still hunting for them. Yep. But the regular you're finding on shelves two, three months afterwards. Yeah. And, and that did not used to be the case. Yep. I was thinking um, CBS. I mean, I remember that, you know, when I first got into this and, and was chasing CBS, I'd go, um, you know, try to grab those bottles 
and, and they they didn't even have them on the shelf yet. You know, they, they would just have them on the card or whatever at Wegmans, and uh, you'd be like, "Hey, you got that?" And they'd be like, "Okay, how many? You know, we'll give you one." And um, the last time I went, full shelf, no problem. I saw it for at least a week or two afterwards, and uh, they had no allotment. They're just like you know, or whatever the uh, the PA state allotment is, or something like uh, for Wegmans. But so, what do you guys think it is, Scott, Dave? Do you think it's is are they making more? Are we just not buying it as much or is it a combination of that? I think, I think for me, really, it, it's like craft beer is still growing. And when the first, I'm thinking specifically of Shape of Hops to Come, because I know I waited in line at Malvern Beer Store for that. Um, it was like all the rage because we have six four packs or 12 four packs or whatever. And you wanted to get the latest and greatest, but yeah. now it's, they have 20 cases and all these other beers that are equivalent, maybe the same price point, maybe lower are out there too. And it's just, it's, there are a lot of beers out there fighting for your attention. Yeah. I think. And it's hard to focus on the same ones over and over. I hear you. Yeah. I, I just went to um that, I don't know how you say it, Kunda beverage. Kunda. I, I couldn't believe the selection. And now I, I think that's a lot of it is now there's so many options. You know, you, you don't have to, um, that's not the only really good maple imperial stout out there. You know, there, there's a lot of different things out there, a lot of choices. And there's so many more good breweries out there. Yeah. Breweries are opening every day. I think also a big thing to it is the the whole rating it part of, of this. It's, it's like you guys, everybody wants to have all of them. Everybody wants to try all of them. Like that's kind of the point you yeah. have your look you know your checklist you want to check them all off and uh that's why people it's kind of hard to, to pick just one thing yeah I, I know i used to get i mean it was early on but when i was first getting into beer i would get kegs i would go get a keg of yeah. sam summer ale <laughs> yep. or whatever it was you know my um my blue moons and shock tops or whatever you know and then once i really started getting into it and checking them in and trying them and all that stuff it's i, I haven't bought a keg in years because it's just been I want to try something new and, and, you know, or, or a special release. I've had nugget nectar plenty of times, but I'm just looking forward to, um, you know, this year's release. Yeah. Do you remember the last beer you bought a whole case of not a variety case, one beer for a case? Nope. David, what do you, do you remember the last one? This is crazy because the message I'd sent you guys with my question basically was that or sort of a variant. For me, it was Dirt Wolf. That's oh, wow. like the last case that I bought because I knew I would drink and enjoy all of it. And so my wife said to me once, I don't know what to buy for you anymore, or I don't know what to tell people to get for you anymore. And I said, Dirt Wolf. So that was my question for you guys was, if you had to choose one case of beer, what would you go buy? Oh, I mean, that's, and that's like a Joe Burns or a Thorndale or an Exton, not like driving to Dewey to get a case of something so we're talking about a, a a shelfie if i could could use the word shelfie which i think people use a little differently well from person to person yeah so a shelfie in southeastern pennsylvania is going to be different than a shelfie in chicago so you may be able to get the latest half acre in a case in illinois but down here you're getting victory or maybe some others but victory is the one that comes to mind the the first one that came to my mind actually was the one we I think it was last episode Sam Smith's uh, oatmeal stout that would be one that I could easily have a case of 
enjoy every single one of them, be able to put one or two on the shelf and, and have them sit for a little while. And, uh, and I would enjoy that case. I noticed that if I go to a, um, a place like Frank's or something, maybe the selection's not huge, but I'm going to bring something home. I've found myself grabbing stable 12 pony kisses. Okay. So I think that it, it, it sometimes varies in taste. Like I've seen like a little bit of inconsistency with it, but I just think it's like a really good, um, awesome, like new England hazy IPA that's local. Like I just really like that beer or, um, shapes like you were saying shapes from the Chamonix Creek. Um, you know, that that's one that I'll get. If, if, if I just can't decide and I'm going to get a go-to. So I guess, yeah, for a case, I'd probably do that. Cream of pills for me. Yeah, that's, just that's a good one. All season, every day. That's a good call. Yeah. So as we keep digging into our discussion here, let's uh, let's step back to our nugget nectar that we had here. Let's, Absolutely. Uh, let's throw some glasses Cheers, around everybody. Cheers. Definitely a, uh, we could get into the great debate of people calling this the IPA when it's actually a amber ale yeah i um i kind of forgot what it was classified as so i checked the can when i grabbed it out of the fridge today i was like is this an ipa and it just says uh ale on it nugget nectar ale it definitely has definite hop forward characteristics to it which i think is what most people just they get that hop right up front and they go straight to ipa that's just the thought that they have sure i think the amber ale style doesn't really do the beer any favors because amber ale isn't really one of those flashy styles that people are going to run to the stores and seek out. If they called it an IPA or a double IPA, it, I don't know how it sells, but it would probably get a bigger following. Just calling it an amber ale is kind of like, eh, why not? You know, luckily it's not a brown ale, I guess. <laughs> so you guys have been in this a lot longer than me, but this is, is this kind of like um, one of the OGs of like local hype beers? Definitely. And it always comes out you know, the same time in January, mm -hmm. my, my family, we go up to Christmas and Hershey park all the time. Well, not all the time at Christmas time. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know, it's usually we will stop at Trogues, have lunch there and then head over to the park. And we always see them packaging nugget nectar. The oh, cans nice. are yep. going by, but we can't buy it cause it's not, not released yet. So that was always would always drive it for me would be seeing it being packaged. And then when it was finally released, I'd go, Grab a couple. Yeah. So this is actually our, our drink it or sink it. Yeah, that's true. So I, we I need to that. get some opinions over here from uh, from Mr. Taylor. It's a drink it for me. Nice. This You're is really it? good. Yeah, it's uh, it's not like overpowering, you mm -hmm. know, and um, I feel like I could drink this anytime. Like any, you know, it's you say it comes out every January. I could drink this in the summer. Like, you know, it's it's not like super heavy. Yeah. It's nice. I, I mean, I guess because they just released it, what's the date on here? Um, uh, just as a Best Buy, a 510. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. It, it, a lot of fresh um, hop on the front of that, you know? Mm -hmm. But but it's just, it's... it's It definitely has bite to it, but yeah. it's just, it's not too crazy. It's full bodied. It's It's got yeah. real good, uh, real good flavor all throughout. I really like it. It's definitely, um, I feel that the earthiness really sings through. I, I guess that's the oh, nugget that's hop. A, I that's can't, a good description. I'm not good at picking out hops individually in beers. Yeah. But the, the earthiness the uh, to the hop bite, and it's got bitterness to it. You know, as we drink more and more of the New England IPAs and the 
and the juice beers, we don't get as much of the bitter anymore. And it's it's refreshing to, to get a little bit of that bitter back in there. It is. It is. I had my first beer from um, Kirshner, Brothers Kirshner, uh, the other day at Frank's. And um, that was good. They, they labeled it as like a New England style IPA, but it was real bitter. And he was like, that's exactly what we were going for. I, I texted him and said, I feel embarrassed. You've been open for a while, but I'm having my first beer from you. And he was like, oh, thanks so much for, for getting it. What do you think? And I was like, it says it's a New England IPA, but it's kind of bitter up front. And he was like, that's exactly what we were going for. Um, so he's like, I, you know, I was like, if that's what you were doing, you nailed it. It's a really good beer. And I like, I don't know, I kind of miss that bitterness. It, it, it's definitely refreshing to bring it back. But I'm glad. How many drinkets is this in a row for Taylor? It's been a few. It's been a few. Been a few. His, his his wife's not happy. Did you say too let's many. Just, let's just be honest. <laughs> the wife is not happy. He's going to be on Untapped. What's happening? <laughs> He's going to be a ticker. It's coming. The conversation I always avoid with you, my wife. That, be that logger guy. I'll be the guy just doing all the loggers on Untapped. Problem with that? I, I don't want to have that conversation of how much are you spending on beer every week, every month. <laughs> that's that's yeah. gonna that's gonna be um, a new conversation you're gonna have to have soon, Jackie. <laughs> so um dave and scott i i kind of want to we, we've kind of given our background on beer i don't know either one of you guys want to start but uh what, what got you into craft beer can you kind of give us your um you know what was that beer that you had or that moment that uh that, that kind of like for me uh, uh literally uh switch flipped and i was like that's all i want now but um do, do you have a story like that or how you got into it i actually do and it's the details I remember are really creepy. The fact that I remember them <laughs> so long after it. Uh, but it was a sunny day in August of 2012. Okay. I had just finished playing softball and we went to Ron's schoolhouse grill for BOGO ovals. Great spot. <laughs> yeah. And before we went in, uh, my friend somehow came across a beer called Pumpkin. He's like, oh, this Ooh. is really hard to find. You know, back when it was nowhere to be found. It's, it's really a great beer. Let's, let's try it. So we cracked it in the parking lot. I remember drinking out of the big red solo cup. <laughs> nice. and, uh, As you should. Yeah. I, I took my first sip. It's going to sound so cheesy. But at that instant, I, I was transformed because at that point, I was like, well, beers actually can taste different than yingling, which is right. what you drink when you're from yeah. Pennsylvania. And Ever since that moment, I think that was my first untapped check-in, unfortunately. Um, wow. Ever since that moment, I've just been mesmerized by the flavors that the same four ingredients can produce. Right. Awesome. That's a that's an interesting thought. I never thought about what was my first untapped check-in. Yeah, that is a good thought. I'm not sure what that is either. I'm gonna, I might try to look that up. Dave, um, how about you? Scott. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> Actually, and I'm going to really date myself here. I'm probably guaranteed I'm the oldest guy in the room. But um, were you there I, for the first beer I, I ever was brewed? There for the first <laughs> beer ever brewed. Christmas ale, 1982. <laughs> um, I went to something called Harpoon Fest in Boston. Okay. Um, this is probably 96, 97, before I was married. But we went up there to visit a friend and he said, hey, we're doing this all day festival. And it was just insanity. And um, Harpoon, the first one was actually at the brewery. They 
had the truck set up, lobster rolls, the whole nine yards. And Ooh. I just really liked it. And from there, I, I really just went and went to look for new things. And a lot of Sam Adams, a lot of the Sam Adams varieties. Uh, one year, I mentioned this the other day, I bought four cases of Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Um, I, I'm here and I'm admitting it. But um, I'm strangely impressed by that. It, it, I loved it, and and now it, it's there's so much malt. There's just so much malt in that beer. But, um, but but really, um, I got to know Scott, uh, and a, and a few other friends. We play cards every month, and and we all just sort of dove into it together, and and have found breweries and beers, and and uh, people that I work with that are into it, and uh, just a, a million different. Um, varieties and people and, and just experiences from it. And it's been just a ton of fun. It is. It's funny that, uh, you know, you guys were playing in the card game and then I got invited in and, and how much of the card game has turned into uh beer. Well, it's funny you say that we had our, our first game last week for, for 2019. And, uh, it was really Scott and I were, were the beer guys. Um, Steve couldn't make it and our friend Matt couldn't make it. And it's amazing. I finished second, um, and I think it's because there wasn't a lot of beer being shared. So you could focus better on the cards when the beer wasn't being shared. I I, I didn't have ten cards in my hand to look at. It was just five. <laughs> I just went and checked my um, Untapped, and my first check-in was Snake Dog IPA. Snake Dog. Yeah, from uh, Flying Dog Brewery. All right. I think that's a, that's just a shelfie. I always see that. But um, I, I mean, I know I was definitely, you know, at least a month or two into craft beer, I think, before I found out what unchecked or untapped was. Yeah. But what did you rate it? Uh, 3.6. It's a random number. Might be worthy of a retest. Yeah. <laughs> so my first check in was Coney Island Albino Python. What is that? A spiced herb beer from Coney Island Brewery. And mm. and like you, I was into craft beer for a couple of years before I started Untapped. I specifically yeah. remember going to Total Wine in Delaware and getting a mixed. I think it was a mixed case of Coney Island, and there were like four or five of them. And I remember that one being in there. Yeah, and I don't think I've ever had another Coney <laughs> Island beer since then. <laughs> nice, Prima Pills. Was it That's, nice, Dave? It was a St. Patrick's Day party. Oh, awesome! So. I'm the new guy to the group. I feel like you guys were already established friends. And um, when I started doing that beer share at Frank's, that's how we all met. But um, how did you guys all meet? Scott and I actually knew each other from from high school. Okay. We go. We go. Wait, did we actually hang out in middle school? Was there any Gordon middle school drama club or something? Drama club or somewhere. Did you play baseball? I couldn't remember that. I was thinking about that. So. So we were we actually went to the same middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely hung out a lot in high school. We were in both in the drama club and did a couple plays. We shared a line of prose in one of the uh, <laughs> famous Shakespeare festivals. Nice. Um, so, but we had um, we didn't really talk much after high school, and then we kind of reconnected, seeing each other on Beer Nerds and, yep. and oh, stuff on awesome. Facebook, and yep. then Frank's yeah. Frank's shares yep. and sweet. Then we met Dave and. Rest is history. Dave, where did you come into the mix? So Scott worked with a good friend of ours, Russ, and we ended up with this card game that we're going on our sixth or seventh year now. So we just started hanging out, and um, it was Scott and Russ and and Matt Hopkins, another friend of ours who 
who's also into beer. Um, the Frank shares is where I met John and Steve. Um, and you know, from there it's just been a, been a, been a hazy fog of craft beers and, (laughs) Um, there's an intervention being scheduled by my recycling man as we speak. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's so funny. I, I used to work at a trash company, and for real, like you could kind of tell what was going on in that house by dumping the recycle. You know what I mean? It's it's really a thing. I'm well, sorry, but it is. Speaking of beer, should we uh should we get into the next one? Yeah, let's crack this open. What do you got there? So uh, the date brought this one. It's a Jackie O's Houndstooth. Oh, Jackie O's is the brewery. I've never heard of them. I've heard of them. Are they but I don't know much Athens, about Ohio? Athens, Ohio. Yeah. Nice. Um, nice. And, and as I was, you know, I felt a lot of pressure prepping for tonight after listening to the podcast. <laughs> I feel this um, compulsion to impress Taylor. <laughs> so I, I, I tried to find something that I think he would enjoy. Well, so, it's named Jackie. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. That's a total coincidence. Okay. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> So this is a uh, wine barrel aged sour raspberry ale conditioned on blackberries. I'm oh, all my. in on that. That sounds amazing to wow. me. Wow, I like Pretty wine. Color. I mean, I like red wine for starters, but I've had too. a handful of of wine flavored or aged beers and loved them. That smells tart. Yeah, that's going to be that's right up my alley, right up your alley. That's going to hit you right in the I'm uh, corners of the jaws. I'm I'm guessing just from the smell. I didn't taste it yet. I'm excited. All right. So it's been freezing cold the last few days. Yeah. To put it mildly. To put it mildly. No kidding. Uh, it's such a pain in the butt, dude. I have this like really nice gas fireplace insert at the place I moved into. It was already there. But um, it never starts on cold mornings. It's like, what the frick is the point? It's such a pain in the ass. That's when you want it. I know, right? That's when you want it and it doesn't work. But um. I saw an article today. Somebody posted it. It's so cold around the country that there's that they're actually having problems distributing beer. Do you guys see that? That is quite the uh, quite the predicament. Like oh. beer, depending on the ABV, is going to freeze around like thirty to thirty degrees, something like that. But it's been so cold out there that it's freezing on the trucks before they get a chance to deliver it. They just got to stop it. Say, hey, we're you're not getting any distro this week. Yeah, I don't imagine what happens to a uh, beer in a keg that freezes, but it can't be good. No, it can't be good. I'm not sure either. All right, let's uh, Dying let's, to try this. Let's yeah. get into tasting. Hey, cheers, this, thanks, uh, thanks for bringing this, this man. Guys, the really pretty purple hue coming off of this thing. Yeah, I like this. This is like um, I don't know. For some reason, the first thing wow. popped in my head was lipstick. It's really tart really and it's dry, tart, but it's like. It like keeps going and going. I got a lot of floaties. It's definitely a um, definitely not seeing through this beer. No, no it's not. But like I said, Ooh. from the smell, that bad boy is tart. But it's good. It's tasty. You're definitely getting the wine out of this. Yeah, man, I like that a lot. That is really, really good. So now I'm probably the least sour lover of of the group here. I can't imagine drinking an entire bottle of that. This is why I brought it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Smart man. But uh, uh, you love this. I, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember your flavor profiles, and it seems like there'd be something up your alley. Would you drink an entire bottle of something now, like this? This is, this is that tart where I feel like I might have trouble with the whole bottle. But um, I, you know, it's one of those things where if I'm in the mood for that style, 
um, I can probably do it. So like I usually don't go out of my ways for go out of my way or it's not a, an everyday drinker for me getting sours like this. But when I'm in the mood, I could probably drink this bottle. All right. Do we want to uh, do some ratings on this bad boy? Untapped rules, guys. Untapped. Uh, one, one through, through five. 0.25 intervals. Except I put a 3.6 on untapped on that I beer. Was, I don't know how I did that. I was going to ask you how you did that. I, I don't know. know. That must have been some. Uh, have they updated their rules? I guess. Maybe I got a app update that changed it. <laughs> I thought um, it used to be. Didn't it used to be like three, five, four? There was never even 0. Yeah. 0.25. One of their guess at this point aged updates they went to the quarter rating scale but it used to be whole or half and that was it yep i'm gonna go um i'm gonna go four on this it's solid i really like it i'm getting all kinds of flavors um really really into it you know i'm just leaving room for uh for, for something better but four for me that's what i, I agree i uh, i give it a solid four nice i agree i give it a solid four as well i think that um as someone has, that's new to the whole craft beer scene, um, I've, I've definitely liked sours that I've had. And this one tastes unlike the rest, definitely. You get the a lot of the wine, which is interesting. But also, like, that tartness, it, like, keeps going. Like, forget what other one we've had. I, I've had a couple of them, and mm-hmm. I don't remember the names of them, but, like, you drink it, you swallow it, and that tartness is gone, and this like lingers, and that's kind of okay. it's kind of cool. You like it? Uh, yeah, I like it. I know you've had the Dogfish Sequench Ale, yes, quite a bit. Yeah. I love that beer. Fan, I'm a fan. That's a go to for me in the summer. All right, guys, what about you? What do you think, Scott? I'm going four two five on this. I I like the blend of fruits with the the wine in the barrels. Um, I agree with Taylor that it it does pack a sour punch up front. I had my a sip about two minutes ago and my mouth is still watering like, and yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I find that enjoyable. Um, I actually could see me drinking a whole bottle of this, you know, if I, if I wanted to. Yeah, me too. Dave, what about you? Um, I'm with Scott at a four, two, five. Um, Ooh. this is, this is good. You're getting the barrel, you're getting the wine the, the, I feel like I'm getting the tannins out of it. Um, just to talk about sours for a second, if, if you guys want to expand your sour horizon yeah. at, at a decent price point and readily available, try the stuff from Un Ane. I just bought a bottle at Kunda because you said that to me before. I, I just I can't say enough good things about that beer, that brewery. They they have hit for me every single time I've had it. Yeah, I got one that was like a uh, American Wild Ale um, on mangoes or something. They they do a bunch of different varieties of it. And is great on a hot day. That's just a good hot day on the deck beer for me. What about ciders? Do you guys into ciders at all? My wife loves cider. She likes sweeter cider. Okay. Um, I I prefer the drier cider, uh, but but I like it. I just like it in small doses. I I haven't had many. Our wife should hang out because that's exactly mine. She wants. She will literally say, "What's the sweetest sour you, or uh, cider that you have?" And that's what she'll get. Okay. Yeah. Well, the reason I brought it up, um, I saw an article that uh, current cider. I think that's how you pronounce it. Current. Have you guys had anything from them? Had a couple. Yeah. yeah? I think Earth. I think is their their dry hopped cider. Ooh. Pretty good. Nice. I have not. I haven't had anything from them. Well, yeah, I don't know too much about them. I've heard that the guy that owns it, uh, I think his name is Joe Getz, 
Um, I've heard really good things about him. He's just a really good dude. But I, I haven't had any of their beers. I, ha- I haven't um, haven't been there or anything. But uh, there's an article out that they're going to actually start making their own beer. Um, let's see. The, the first beer they're going to do is going to be called Oxford New England IPA. So it'll be a 6.1% juicy, easy drinking IPA is what they're going for. But uh, you, you can, I don't know, Dave, if you can see the picture of it here. But uh, that thing looks pretty good. Got a nice color to it. That looks, uh, yeah, that looks sweet. I think, Scott, we were at Kennett a couple of years ago for Brewfest. The current was there with their ciders, and I remember among the 70 or so beers I sampled that I enjoyed that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I wonder if making beer was their intent all along or if it was just to kind of keep up with the change in the times, you know, to get beer out there in addition to the cider like to know that yeah i'm curious I'm, I'm, I'm i'd like to know is he like a brewer is that like really his background but he thought hey i'm gonna go be the first one to hop on this um this uh cider niche you know what i mean so uh, as we drift away from from talking about beer we've got something even a little further away from beer in front of us a little try. further away so i saw an article about this online and uh, <laughs> scott took a smell and is making a funny face so um so people have been talking about it, and we brought this up too, that what's going to be popular trends that might be coming up in the beer industry, okay? And they've got, and what I'm hearing is like Heineken just came out with a zero ABV beer, and is that going to be becoming more popular? So I saw this um, this online, and this is a company called Hop Tea, and what this is is a zero-calorie zero abv tea that is dry hopped and it's sparkling tea so i thought it was really interesting and with me trying to like lose weight and back off a beer a little bit or maybe not drink every day i i got this thinking hey i'm gonna give it a shot and just so you guys know i've had six i think i've had all six varieties from them and this one was my favorite so you guys have already taken a sip. You go ahead and tell me what you think. I'm going to say this. If this is your favorite, you're not going to have any trouble finding it. Because <laughs> yeah. this one's not for me. And I'll, I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not a tea drinker. So this is disgusting. This is not, yeah. <laughs> this is disgusting. As you were looking at your computer, I was pointing towards the sink to uh to sink this one. This Thank one, God it doesn't taste like it smells. <laughs> this, oh man. This one is not for me. For for me, the nose, it smells like and even the taste at first, it smells like you're holding fresh hops. I got it, hops the first time I smelled hops. it, but now the second time, now I'm just after I tasted it, I'm just smelling the tea. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no they have like a Dave. sweet tea variety. They have one that's a Radler version, so it's got like a little bit of lemonade, I guess, in there. Okay, or lemon in it. Um, they have a white tea one that's not bad. They have a green tea that's okay. Um, the green tea, and then there's a chamomile tea, and both of them I really don't like. And what's weird is the chamomile is um, mosaic dry hopped, and I okay. really like mosaic beers. But just that fresh mosaic with that chamomile, the way they mix, it's like it's like you're drinking a um, like an air freshener or with mixed with chemical or something like it just it didn't really work for me. But but this one I really liked. I've been um, cutting back on my coffee because I've been drinking a ton of coffee and switched to 
green tea um, after my first cup of coffee throughout the day. And um, so I've been really digging tea, and that, that was a lot of the reason why I got this. But I really enjoy this one. Scott, are you going to be uh, in search of, as they say? No, I don't think so. I mean, I, I'm all about trying to minimize the calorie intake while I'm drinking beer, but this is one of the cases where you just got to kick it to the street. Uh, it's just I, I hear it's like too bitter tea and not enough flavor. Do you I taste think. any hops? Where you dump sugar in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I actually prefer unsweetened tea. I Do don't you? get yeah. it's weird. So so for me, it's kind of like hitting a lot of things that I like that well, the first couple that I had. It wasn't this one. It was um, I think it was the green tea one. And then I had the chamomile behind it. I really didn't like the um, the way the hops came through. And I was like, man, I'm really disappointed. But then when I got to this one, I was like, OK, this is actually really good. So for me, like looking for tea, but then getting that extra little hop flavor kind of worked for me. So I think it's time to rinse out my glass because I, I <laughs> actually there, might. Is there any more of that? I actually might burn my glass. I'm is not quite sure. There? Yeah. You, you're going to get Jackie to try yeah, it? I'm going to let Jackie. Cause Jackie likes tea. Jackie, you want to try this? I don't like it. You might like it. This is horrible. Taste this. Yeah, you might, you <laughs> might like it. I don't know. And, and just kind of while we're on the topic, before we take it. a break, uh, I saw another article that don't said, uh, let's see what Jackie thinks of this. I I I probably wouldn't, you wouldn't willingly. I probably, I don't think I'd willingly <laughs> order this. Okay. <laughs> right now, this uh, this hop tea has distribution in Whole Foods out on the West Coast, I think, and in um like Colorado and stuff like that. I think they're out of Colorado. I like the way she says willingly. If if I'm ever at a bar and you see me order this. I'm being held hostage. Yeah. This is a clue. <laughs> Call the authorities. That is funny. Red flag. Red flag. <laughs> so real quick before we go on break, let's uh, knock out this one last article. It's kind of on the topic that we're talking about. Um, hard seltzer is coming for your beer is the, uh, the name of the article. And um, so what they're saying is that seltzers have been really starting to take like get get a good market share um they've grown their uh their their market where what was it say um 169 percent wow in the last year so people i think more and more are looking for health conscious alcohol choices so um let me see here the the category they're giving it is flavored malt beverage and um they have they have two different kinds I read. What, what, what is it? I lost my place here. Uh, do, 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 do. Well, I guess what I was getting at is that it looks like small craft brewers are actually starting to get into that. Like Oscar Blues actually opened up a um, a, or a, uh, a sparkling alcohol company. All right. Or an alcohol seltzer or things like that. So I think that's another um, trend that we're going to have to have to look out for. That you know, is it is it that popular that people are going to start making that at our local breweries? Something to look out for. It's it seems like it's a growing industry, and if if guys can hop in there and grab it, um, and, you know, get ahead of the game, they might be able to, to to grab that market and and you know make some extra sales. Who knows? Cool. That's something that you guys would be interested in. I'll try anything twice, except for this hop tea. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, I'll I'll give anything a try. I've had them before. Um, you know, I was on a diet, not drinking beer, and and I had them. They weren't bad. I was just reading this one uh, brewery. I forget <laughs> what it's called here, but um, they have a a seltzer called Naughty Seltzer. And then now they're launching a higher ABV called Extra Naughty that comes in a 19.2 stovepipe can. All right. So like that's straight up, that, that's straight up like the beer industry. Like they're going after what's been working for for beer nerds and things like that. With you know the probably the pounder cans and stovepipe cans and things like that, and um, trying to sell seltzer instead. Need a big owl seltzer for the uh, all the old. Uh Sports fan, see, I, I went back. No, I don't get that one. Uh, big Al, Al Metzer. What, Channel Al 10? Meltzer. Channel, Channel 10? 10. He just yeah. passed away not too long. Oh, we'll add it on, on a good note. Rest yeah. in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace, Thanks. right? All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break here. Uh, I guess everybody's going to rinse their glasses. Pour them into mine. I'll drink it. And uh, we'll talk to you in a minute. Everybody, make sure you go to nbnnetwork.com. There you can find your favorite podcast. Click the link, find your favorite provider, listen to it anytime you want. Easy to find, easy to, to get into your favorite podcast. Find your new favorite podcast. We got seven of them now. nbnnetwork.com. Might be news, relatable radio, might be sports. Novak and Franz, might be brews, might be tunes. Let's talk about it. It's all over the place. NBNetwork.com. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Mike B. Brews. Keep checking us out on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We love it when you guys interact with us. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Keep suggesting uh, drink it or sink it. Uh, we love interacting with you guys on there. And speaking of uh, Facebook, uh, congratulations to Rob. He's won the uh, the Trillium shirt. We're going to get that out to you as soon as we can. Um, and uh, congratulations. Yeah, man. And hopefully we'll be able to do more um, more giveaways. So uh, everybody's been so awesome, um, you know, following us and interacting with us on social media. So we want to try to find a way to give back and uh, give you some incentive to spread the word. So um, keep an eye out on the social media pages at Might Be Brews, and uh, we'll be giving some more stuff away. And thanks to all the listeners out there. We appreciate every single one of you. Record-setting month on the MBN Network. We want to keep that going. Tell your friends about us. Share as much as you can, and and we appreciate it. Yeah, we... Overwhelming joy. (laughs) For real. We, um... We almost doubled our plays, I think, um, on our last episode. So, like, everybody that's checking it out, man, we really, really appreciate you. Uh, also, I want to give a quick shout-out to uh, one of our favorite local breweries, Root Down. Um, we were lucky enough to get an invite to their uh, their employee party, uh, holiday party. So, um, Scott, that invite was actually from you, so I uh, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Glad you made it out. Yeah, man. Um, unfortunately, uh, Steve, you couldn't make it, but um, it's just a, a first class. Uh, it was a first class event. It was really nice. Um, just the way everything was set up, the food, the people. Um, so just want to give them a shout out and thank you very much for um, for uh, letting us uh, letting us hang out. I think we need a, a, a root down uh, field trip podcast field trip. Yes, it's got to happen. I think so, too. 
Um, speaking of Phoenixville, have you guys ever seen that little Steel City coffee house that sits uh, on the corner there um, on Bridge Street there? Yep. Did you know that they're opening a brewery now? Oh, Did you? Yeah. So, the, you know, it's always been like a coffee house, uh, live music. Um, I think I actually haven't ever been there. Have any of you guys been there before? No, never I've been. I've only gotten kombucha from there. Have you? Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's, it's really interesting. And from what I read on the article that they want to keep a uh, they, they want to keep the same vibe. They want to still have still be a coffee house, still have, you know, local musicians and artists come there and hang out. But now they're going to drink you know or serve brew and serve beer also um phoenix hill is going to have more breweries than people in about uh four months <laughs> you were not kidding i just wanted to see who it was that they uh, brought over uh the owners are the simpsons and the brewer that they brought in um, Bart, please yeah <laughs> award-winning brewer and local resident seth clearwater so i don't know where he's from but uh, they said, we're not going to be a beer bar. This is still a cafe, a coffee house, and a listening room. But it's going to be a cafe, coffee house, and listening room with some of the best beer you'll find anywhere in the Philadelphia area. It's definitely, I think, a little bit of a, I, I kick myself for saying it, an untapped market for some of the breweries. They don't really have a lot of music, a lot of events going on that I feel like they could. I know... Brothers Kirshner, they're doing a comedy night tonight, which I think is great. That'd be a, a yeah, really cool awesome. thing to be able to go to a brewery and do a little comedy show. Um, I wish we would have, I could have made it up there, but we're here, so I couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, it reminds me of uh, what do you call it? Stolen Sun. They're yeah. a coffee place in the morning. They've got food. It seems like they've got music a lot. They've always got the piano going or something. So um, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. But uh, so what, what did you crack here? So we got uh, Brother Thelonious, which is a uh, Belgian style Abbey Ale. Um, Abbey Ales definitely run the gamut of, uh, of alcohol percentage. This one's a, a 9.4. It's a higher one. Nice. Um, this was one of the early beers that I got into. Um, multi, definitely uh, accessible to, to the masses, I think. But, uh, but a great taster. Nice. Well, let's give it a shot. I'm. I don't have a lot of experience with Belgians, and uh, a lot of times uh, I'm not a fan. So I'm really curious to see what ends up happening. I am too. Uh, to me, it doesn't have quite the Belgian yeast bite that might be what you don't like. You're right. It doesn't. It's like candy was dropped into the boil at some point. It's sweet. There's definitely a sweetness to it. There's a a caramely, caramel good good description maybe butterscotch butterscotch yeah that's what i thought of i got that that caramel right off the nose actually but that's that's good it's good it's 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 a pretty well balanced it's a it's a full ride you know um i always say that full ride i just imagine that like sometimes beers start off slow for me or they drop off they're bitter up front and then don't finish well but but this was um this this is a well-rounded beer i really like this this is definitely one I can drink in the winter time. You know, we've, we've talked about it before. Sitting watching the ball game, well, football, just warming up by the fire and, and yeah. enjoying sipping on one of those. This is also a good beer. Like if you just want to have one beer one night and you you want to feel like that beer did something for you, this is a good one beer night. That's a good kind call. Of beer. That's that's a really good way of saying that. I'm like sitting here like this is it's really thick. Yeah, it's heavy to me. 
mm-hmm. but it is it's like really flavorful and it's not like it's not bitter really at all like it doesn't it doesn't bite me you know what i mean it's good there's i like it like it's winter beer for sure like you said there's almost like a is there a scotch flavor to it it's almost reminds me of that almost sipping on like it doesn't have that alcohol burn, but just to be able to just sit and kind of sip on something and not really chug it down. Yeah, I could see that. I got a little bit of that in there. This is definitely not a chuggable item for me. <laughs> I know. For sure. Just throwing them back. <laughs> in the wah, summer, like, yeah. Yeah, what are you doing tonight? I'm drinking whatever this is. You get about two or three and then and then that's lights out. Well, for me, this is a this is a four two five. Uh depending on my night, you might catch me bumping that up to a four five if I'm if I'm in the mood for the Belgians, you know, it's, it's not necessarily my style, but I'm impressed, you know, so I, I have a hard time rating it. Like, I, I don't want to be too hard on it cause it's not my thing. So like, if I put it in comparison, everything else, I'm probably going to give it a three, five. Scott, Dave, what do you got? Give me a little, give me a little ranking. Scott mid sip. Um, I'm going to say four, I'll give it a solid four. It's a good, great beer. Nice. Good, great beer. Taylor, what do you got? What are you giving us there? I'd say 375. Okay. Solid 375. I'm going to agree with Taylor on this one. I say 375 too. A little too sweet for me uh, yeah. to give it anything higher, but it's got a lot of flavor. Uh, just find it, you know, it, winter beer is the best way to really describe it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like think that. if I was in the mood for a Belgian or decided I was going to get one, I might look for this one. Is this something readily available? Absolutely. Okay. This is something you can so, find. So I know that I don't like that real funky Belgian yeast thing that, that happens and there isn't anything in here. So if I'm in the mood, I might try to go grab one. The uh I also have a uh the Abbey double from Omegang is a good beer along the oh, yeah? same style of this, and they did a, a double barrel version of it where they had it in bourbon and Brandy barrels, nice. which I have sitting at the house that I haven't had yet, mm. um, but I will be trying to crack that one open soon. Yeah. Maybe I'll bring it here. Maybe I'll maybe I'll bring one over. Yeah. Have you ever tried the Flying Fish? Abbey flying Double? Fish Abbey That's Double is good. good one. That is, a, good. it's a good style. You can really see what a brewery has um, when they brew that kind of style. It's not many people do it, so they uh, if they do it, they gotta they gotta bring it. Yeah. Well, hey, let's let's crack the next beer and get that started while we go through some of the uh, the headlines that uh, that caught our attention this week. Um, so the question I wrote here is: How do you feel about trading your ABV for THC? There's um, now the guy who started uh, what is it? Blue Moon Beer has started a new company. That is uh, THC-infused non-alcohol craft beer. So the idea is, is like, hey, you know, you're just going to put some CBD in there and still have the alcohol, whatever. And he was like, no, that's not what people are looking for. We want to do, yeah, CBD is not the component that most consumers are looking for. It certainly has its merits, but THC is what gives people that buzz, which is similar to the alcohol buzz that people get from beer, spirits, and wine. A lot of consumers of cannabis look for that buzz. So that's what he's trying to do. He's starting up a place in Colorado and trying to put out one of the um, world's first THC craft beer that's non-alcoholic. I guess that's the place to start it, right? Yeah, I guess so. So uh, I 
I'm not a marijuana guy. I don't know all the stuff. So if it's THC, that's the active ingredient stuff, right? Yes. So, so basically this is, if I'm drinking this beer, it's like I'm having an edible, like pretty much. I would think so. So I've never been a THC guy, um, a a marijuana guy myself, but like, you know, THC does have the psychoactive properties that, um, things like CBD do not like, I I actually just purchased some CBD, um, drops that I'm going to try for like, as as an alternative to like anti-inflammatory drugs, Mm -hmm. like, you know, and just for like the calming and like, anti like, you know, um, you know, it's like, you know, you're getting like, it's just something to relax you, you know? So I'm not all like amped up from, from work and kids and all that stuff, something to try to relax. So that's the stuff they'll put in like lotions and stuff and like yeah. you can rub on a shore, the, sore shoulder or something like that. Exactly. The place that, that I got it from, they sell like lotions, they sell gummies, um, things like that. But, um, uh, but I just got these, uh, these drops where you, you um, they call them sublingual, I guess you put them under your tongue okay. because that's the way that like it, um, it mixes with the mucus or whatever you want to call it under your tongue, uh, helps your body absorb it better. So that or um, or or vaping or something like that, you know what I mean, where you take it in through the lungs, that's the probably like one of the best ways to absorb it. But with THC, I hear that, um, you know, smoking, it's one kind of way to take it in and, and, and get, get, you know, a high from it. But ingesting it like this beer probably is might be a whole different experience like edibles are. Cool. Because your body's like, you know, um, I guess like processing it differently, maybe. I don't know. I, you guys, it's funny. You both like said the same thing. I'm not a, I'm not a marijuana guy. I, I am a marijuana guy. And, uh, I know that being drunk and being high are two completely different things. Mm-hmm. Two completely different things. So I'd be really curious. I've never drank something that got me quote unquote high. You know what I mean? So right. I'd be really interesting i suppose you know you, it's, you said it's not alcoholic correct correct no alcohol so yeah that would be mean. like i wonder if it would be a completely different experience you know yeah. what i mean because like we drink a bunch of beer here every time that we record yeah and that feels totally different to me as like when i smoke before i go to sleep yeah you know what i mean yeah i got so like it's a, it's a different thing it's interesting i'd be curious to i'd see. be really curious to see what that's all about yeah all right, let's crack the next beer. Uh, we we cracked it. We um we have it around here. So, um, Scott, you brought this one. This one's from Great Notion Brewing. It's called Guava Mochi. 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 Like mochi balls. Okay. What's a mochi ball? I don't know how to describe it other than it's. I think it's a dessert item. It's often frozen. Uh, okay. I've never even heard yeah, of that. I, it's actually really good. Okay. I'm probably doing it. A well, that kind of changes my expectations. It says it's an IPA, but if it's a guava dessert type thing, then, you know, it, it could be uh, it, it could be a, a whole different experience. Let me see if I see it's a Japanese inspired IPA fermented with toasted rice, milk, sugar, vanilla beans and guava. Very interesting. It's very yeah. flavorful. Yeah. Let's give it a shot here. I'm going to take a sip. I love the uh, the the great notion logo. I, of course, I spun the can the wrong way. With a passion for hops and the patience for sha- for sours, <laughs> nice. I don't. I think this is the first IPA I've had from them. I've had some of the sours, but I don't think I've had an IPA from them. It might be our first. I remember. I think maybe Brett used to bring Great Notion to the beer shares a lot. He had a trading buddy, 
or something like that up that way. Or was it you, Scott? I had a couple. Yeah, I brought a couple. Did you bring a couple too? Yeah. But um, how did you get these? Was it through a, uh, um, a trade? These actually are from my brother. He came to visit us over the holidays, brought a bunch of Great Notion back. Does he live up there? Yeah. Where, where are they out of Great Notion? Portland, Oregon. Okay. Yep. Wow. Yeah, they're out of Portland. I, uh, my buddy Irv just moved up there, and I uh, tell him that's the spot he's got to hit up yet and uh, send a little love back to the East Coast. Yeah. So far, I've really liked everything I've had from them. Did you even bring like a crowler before? Probably. Yeah. yeah. I think we had a crowler, a growler. Blueberry muffin, I think, is their oh, popular one. I so. remember that just <laughs> knocked my socks off. I'll never forget the smell of that beer from across the room. Yeah. We had that, didn't we? Did we have that on the show? We had a can. Yeah. Technically a sour, but it doesn't taste like a Did sour. You, you didn't get any yet? No, I got some. I'm giving you the thumbs up that it's uh, delicious. You like it? I do. All right, it's let me, definitely let me different. For a second. It's it's got a definitely has a sweetness to it, but it's not like an alcohol sweetness to it. Well, there's lactose in it. So that's that's probably, probably where what I'm it is. That. It's probably along the lines of what we know as milkshakes, really. So it's a little sweet. It has a milkshake flavor to it, but not a milkshake look. Yeah. It's right. definitely clear, right. and it doesn't yep. quite have that mouthfeel, but it's 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 good. Yeah, I like it. It's not doing it for me. Not doing it. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. It's I'm okay. getting like some artificial flavor stuff. Maybe I'm getting like, I don't know, man. It's it's just it, it's a weird flavor. I don't know. It, it's it's I don't I don't like it. It's definitely some. It's there's a flavor that I can't quite put my finger on. That's weird about it. I give it a four or five. Nice. I'm that's actually I'm watching Taylor and John chain spots right in front of us. <laughs> yeah, right. They're they're, they're morphing. <laughs> it's just. How funny would it be if all of a sudden all these beers I'm drinking, like every one, I'm like, I don't fucking like it. Then all of a sudden I'm just like, I don't don't think I like beer. (laughs) (laughs) What's happened? I don't know. (laughs) Taylor starts. Taylor starts with it. Wow, it's got a little horse blanket to it. It really gets into all the good descriptors, and it's got a little cat urine to it that I really enjoy. Oh, that'd be hilarious. I get. I just work myself out of a job, like. Taylor, same, same mouth feel. Then you're yeah. drinking or sinking every week. Yeah. <laughs> Try to get me back Try into it. Back into it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I give it a four. I, I like it. it. It does have a sweetness to it. I wish there were, I could put my finger on the flavor of it, but um, but I'll give it a four. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm giving it a two five. Oh, I almost spit my water out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. I don't know what it is, man. Um, and, and it's weird because I really like this brewery and everything that I've had. But whatever it is about this beer, something's not balancing right to me. And 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 the flavors just kind of don't work for me. And I'm, I just don't like it. Right, That's sorry. okay. Yeah. It's okay. You're allowed to. It's your palate. It's a, it's a messed up palate. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're wrong. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, it's your opinion, but you're wrong. Your palate is broken. <laughs> I'm taking another sip just because I'm trying to figure out what it is. You don't got too much your, tea. Don't change your score. It, you gave it two five. It's too late. You can't come back. Two five, too late. <laughs> no, I just want to pick out that flavor. I don't know what it is either. Is it guava? It might be. It's definitely, I think Mochi? there's some kind of fruit where it's like, it's not strawberry because there's definitely no strawberry in it, but it's not citrus either. It's like some kind of fruit. Tropical fruit. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Maybe the milk sugar too. I don't know. Something's uh, doesn't work for me. Sorry. I'm going four or five on it. it wow. Just, it's not high five from across yeah, the table. We, we are we are one tonight. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got a nice sweetness to it, not being too sweet, 
but it doesn't have the overarching bitterness that a lot of the other milkshake type beers have that I've had recently. This is this does it for me. I wouldn't mind a little bit more just straight hop. Just a little bit to kind of go with that sweetness. More hop, less everything else. Be a perfect beer. <laughs> We'll put a little more tea in it for you. Maybe yeah, you'll yeah, like it then. <laughs> I'm the fucking weirdo, I guess. I'm like, oh, this this hop tea's fantastic. This beer sucks. There's something wrong with me. What I'm do you think, it, Dave? I'm gonna give it four and a quarter. I, I, I like it. I, I love I love the, the the shake feel. Um, but but you know, to take a step back. It's good to try everything, right? Just try it all. Like what you like, but try everything because you never know what's going to grab you. You know, and you look at something, you know, if, if I put that Jackie O's in a glass and sat it in front of you, I think people would look at it and go, ugh, because it, it really is a little funny looking, but you got to try it. You got to try everything. How can you know what you like if you don't know what you don't like? Right. That's, that's the conversation you have at home around the dinner table with the kids. You got to try it, right? Try it and tell me you don't like it. Exactly. That's pretty good. I like that. I mean, it's it's really good. That one was really good. Well, we have another one sitting here, and I need a, a redemption before uh, need a, a before I, I yeah before, <laughs> before we end this tonight. So um, we're gonna crack open this Great Notion Double Stack, which is uh, another one from Great Notion, obviously. But this is Imperial Breakfast Stout fermented with an irresponsible amount of maple syrup, aged on whole bean Sumatra. From our friends at Clutch Coffee Roasters. That Sounds needs to get banger. Wow. An irresponsible amount? Yeah. and <laughs> It's not responsible. The can's awesome. It's got it like a Yeti, cool. like Bigfoot dude uh, holding a cup of coffee and a uh, stack of pancakes. Can I see that one too? Yeah. I'm glad that's not the THC beer with an irresponsible amount. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had this one. I, I couldn't remember if I had this one or not. And I know I, I gravitate towards the... Uh, towards the maple and vanilla type yeah stuff. no I, I i think i've had this before um and this is one of the ones that made me you know really like great notion all right a couple other topics to try to bang these out um i saw an article that laser printed foam art is starting to um get some attraction and i'm curious what you guys think uh obviously people have seen things with um you know you, you get a, a nice cup of coffee and they can put some latte art in there. You know, they make the leaves and stuff. But now, um, they're at least this article from Food and Wine magazine is saying, step aside, latte art. Beer foam art is in. Um, laser printed foam, beer foam art. What do you think about that? If, if I see one of you guys with that, I'm putting my finger in your beer. <laughs> but, but what if it's like, if, what if we can find a way to like get our logo? put on like our, our podcast logo on somebody's beer then i will take a picture of it and then put my finger in it <laughs> are you going to do the old trick with the uh side of the nose little sweat to to yeah. boost the foam too <laughs> like fuck this you'll hope it's just the side yeah <laughs> so this I, is the actual foam inside of your glass on top of your beer yeah yeah let me see if i can turn this around quickly to show you the picture what but <laughs> it's a real thing yeah supposedly i haven't seen it yet but for one, I don't know. It's kind of like, you know, holding your cell phone to your head and getting brain cancer. Like, I don't know how I feel about shooting lasers into my beer. You know what I mean? A laser. Yeah, they're going to. It's laser. laser. It's laser art. <laughs> a 
I'll say one with beer with freaking laser. <laughs> freaking laser. Yeah, I guess nobody out there could see me doing the quotations. Yeah, yeah freaking laser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. I mean, there's just no research on how lasers affect beer, so <laughs> I just can't. I get a little uncomfortable about it. Your beer just like boils over and just like explodes in your face. Who knows, man? You know, the, no. You know, somebody's going to turn into like Spider-Man or something, and it's going to come back to like somebody shot a laser into their beer and it reacted with whatever's in there. Was, and now they uh, they have a crazy mutation. I was trying to picture it as as I'm drinking, like as I'm looking into the glass and I don't know what I would want to see looking back at me as I was about to drink it. Like it just seems not natural and, and doesn't yeah, seem right. You know, I think beer in itself, kind of like you were saying, Scott, earlier, like it's just those like four ingredients or whatever. Obviously that last one had a lot more that ruined it, but uh, <laughs> no, but um, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's an art in itself and I don't think you have to put anything crazy in there. You know what I mean? Well, let's uh, let's talk about this uh, double stack that we just opened up. Double stacks. This might I, I be can, the best smelling beer that I've ever smelled in it's my got life. A, it smells Grilled. like a stack really of pancakes yeah. with some coffee, yeah. a little bit of coffee, too. It's it's really wonderful how they get that maple scent to it. Almost overpowering maple. I mean, it's it's a lot of maple from across the room. Yeah. I think yeah, it is that there's there's a little bit of maple throughout the entire thing. There is it an irresponsible amount. Of I, maple? <laughs> I see that. I disagree. I think it's completely responsible. <laughs> it is a completely responsible amount. I, I think it's amazing. I think it's it's good flavor, and I think there's enough like roastiness and and heavy stout to balance out that much maple and the coffee just kind of comes around the back yeah. end a little bit i think it needs that extra coffee that that dark roast sumatra to, to balance out how much sweetness is there in it and it makes a like a really well-rounded beer what do you think about the sweetness is it too sweet just sweet enough yeah i mean it, at first i thought it was like really sweet but then i get so much of that 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 uh caramelization that um, that roasted the coffee that that it balances it out and it's just making like a really nice experience. I go four or five. I like the sweetness. I think the I like a lot of sweetness in my stout, but that coffee is just enough to n- not overpower the sweetness for me. For Brings it home. What's the ABV on this thing? You go eleven percent. I go four. You're going to four? Yeah, it's really good. It's like. Again, like none of these beers that we've had tonight have really like overdone it, you know, like where it just like it packs too much of a punch for me. Yeah, this was really good. It was it, it flavorful. But re- what really did it was the nose, I guess. It was yeah, just the smell of it, the aroma and then mm-hmm. the taste after it was just the whole package. It was really good. That's awesome. Yeah. Glad you like it. I'm, I'm going to go four or five. Um, I, I just love this thing. This is a fantastic beer. Like I said, I'm getting a a whole gamut of flavors and things that play off each other and balance well. And 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 for my stouts, my dark beers, I want them to be heavy and a thick mouthfeel, and I'm getting that. So this is this is kind of pushing all my buttons in the right way. And um, so I'm giving it a four or five. Four or five, absolutely. All right, by you, Scott. I got to give it a four. Um, I I, I would have rated it higher. Uh, just a flat four? Yeah, because <laughs> if I just rated the sip, it probably would be a four or five. Okay. But 
I had another can. I drank it all the way through. It's the maple is overpowering after like half the can and it becomes a little too sweet for me, but I can see why people would rate it a four or five. I can't complain, but yeah. a little, little too sweet for me in the long haul. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm really digging this. I poured a little bit extra cause I'm just really enjoying the experience here. And because I drove. Yeah, that too. That has a lot to do with it actually. <laughs> All right, guys, you have waited throughout the entire episode, so we are going to drop the big news on you. Uh, we're going to do a special edition episode next week. We're usually a bi-weekly show, but um, if you haven't seen online, there has been a lot of really exciting things happening with Levante Brewing right here um, in our backyard in Westchester, Pennsylvania. So uh, believe it or not, they actually reached out to us and said, hey, we've got all this exciting stuff going on. and..." Um, we really like your show, and we'd, we'd love to be on. So uh, next week, you can expect it a week from today, uh, Friday, February 8th, we'll be doing a special edition of Might Be Brews with Levante Brewing Company. Awesome. I think it's a, it's a great opportunity for us to ask them about their new programs, everything new they've got going on, and for them to be able to answer some of the questions that people have about their, uh, their new delivery service. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many neat things going on. So um, we're going to put a post out there. But if you're listening and if you have any questions, if you've seen the buzz and the things going on uh, about Levante this week, um, you know, shoot us a message, post on our on our social media and tell us some things that um, that you'd like to hear or that you would like us to ask Levante so that, um, you know, we, we figure out or, you know, we, we can we ask them whatever you want and uh, and we'll learn as much as we can from them while we're while they're here. And they said they were bringing a lot of beer. That's what so. he said. So I'm really excited to see what we have. We might have a Levante only, um, you know, set of beers to uh, to review. We should uh, as, a, as we're talking, we should have them specify a drink it or sink it. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. I think it's going to be a really awesome episode, so um, please stay tuned. Look out for it, and um, and we're we're super super excited for it. And hopefully, there's a lot more stuff. You know, maybe it becomes a uh, a semi frequent thing we do with them, and and um, you know, we're hoping to attract the attention of more local breweries and uh, get a lot of sweet guests on. That'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, thank our guests that we had here this evening. Yeah, Scott, Dave. Scott and Dave, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, guys. It was a great time. Absolutely. Really Thank it. you so much. Good fun. Thanks for having us on. <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for bringing all the beer, guys, too. That yeah, was great. absolutely. All of it was really good. I have nothing but a lot of beer. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have, I was, we were talking about this earlier. We have so many freaking beers around between you know the, the four or five of us, you know what I mean, that um, we're going to have to like just find ways to get rid of them quicker, get together and do something. Got to have some more shares. Yeah, man. Got to figure that out. Need a listener share. That's what we need. I know. We should do that. We should figure that out. Man, we keep coming up with good ideas. All right. Well, hey, guys, listen. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I cannot tell you how much we appreciate you uh, spending a few minutes to let us talk at you. Uh, follow us on social media if you don't already. At Might Be Brews. Check out the new website. Hopefully, it's your nice, easy way. Uh, subscribe, comment, tag a friend, share it, all that good stuff. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you next week.